0: Hey there, Oddballs. In the paranormal news, we have ancient Japanese killing stone that's said to contain an evil demon that's cracked wide open. Because, you know, things can't possibly get any worse. Six modern things that aren't modern at all about our world. A mayor who recalls a possible Bigfoot experience saying that he heard a scream from hell. And the latest weird Trump news. He's suing Hillary Clinton over, well, Russia collusion conspiracies. It's, it's, It's actually a conspiracy here. Another one. Guys, all these things is so much more. If it's odd to you, it's on the odd to Newfoundland. It's the odd, odd, odd to Newfoundland. Ghostly greetings from your host Jonathan. Mysteries, ghosts, monsters and lore. East Coast esoterica and so much more. If it's up to you, friend, it's on the up to Newfoundland. (laughs) Ghostly greetings from the oldest city in North America. I'm your host, John Mallard, bringing you the best in East Coast Esoterica. You, my friend, have stumbled upon the Odd to Newfoundland Paranormal Podcast. Welcome to episode 194 of your favorite monthly paranormal variety show time for some schmooze and some news. And having you here is better than when, you know, your April Fool's pranks actually go according to plan and it's awesome. Or all the delightful Will Smith slapping Chris Rock memes we've gotten over the last few weeks. Oh, my God. Oh, I don't know about you, but it's, it's the only good thing to come a day. <laughs> Why is it good to have you here? Well, because you're wonderful. A masterpiece. Beautifully made. Important to people because you're important to me. Highly favored by your creator, or the law of averages and physics working in tandem. You, my friend, are an oddball, and on this show, your family and we are one. It's been a very interesting March. <laughs> like what a crazy, crazy month. Newfoundland dropped some of its restrictions. We're walking around without masks now. Fortunately, the death tolls are going up. So I don't know how long this is going to last for. What I do know is this. I promise I have my mask on right now. And as I breathe into your earlobes, I will not infect you with COVID-19. I was really busy this month. A lot of people are like, hey, man, what happened to Cryptic Corner? You said you were going to put it out. And well, guys, something crazy happened a little bit of but 11 days ago to kind of stop me from being able to do that. <laughs> Two new foster babies have arrived here at Casa Chaos, so to speak. And uh, we are very, very, very fortunate and blessed to be a part of this experience. Unfortunately, I just became the father of four literally within an hour of a phone call. And uh, that kind of puts me on the back burner when it comes to performing for you guys. But that doesn't matter because right now I'm performing now. I'll do my best to kind of get in there as we get some supports in place. But uh, just know that this is the best thing that could possibly happen to me and my family. We love this. I'm sorry I wasn't there last week. But no. Real world happens, and, uh, I'm sure everybody here will agree who listens to this podcast. As much as we love the cryptic corner, it isn't as important as helping a child. If you've ever considered fostering, please check into it in your local areas. And above all else, support those who may already be doing it. Cause you know, God, we need your support, especially sleep. Can you send me sleep? <laughs> Like, is it possible to bottle a jar of sleep and send it to me in mail, like, just in the mail? Would that be possible? No, you can't support me like that? Okay, well, I got another way you can help support the show and me and everything I do. Thank you so much for the people who have already done this. But for anybody who might not know this, you can support the podcast by donating to the podcast. You can visit www.buymeacoffee.com slash O-T-N-P-P. Now, of course, that stands for Odd Newfoundland Paranormal Podcast. You go to buymeacoffee.com slash O-T-N-P-P, and you can donate as little as five bucks to help go towards things like, oh, I don't know, a new microphone, which I'm kind of saving up for right now. I'm also soundproofing once again, as as the sound improves, the less editing I gotta do. Let's be honest, I have even less time now. So, yeah, if you guys want to support me in the show, that would be greatly appreciated. And of course, anybody who has supported the show in the past gets a shout out right now. They also get a crazy paranormal nickname and... They unlock the horrible para-joke of the show. So let's get this started. Thank you so much to the Water Demon, J.B. Waterman. Wolfman Moran G. Got a lovely lovely gift there. Morgan Paranormal Pickle, thank you so much. The Mad Scientist, Dr. Gilbert, thank you for your support. Financial support's always appreciated. Alana, go for the artery, water artery. Guys, Alana's awesome. She made a great donation. Thank you so much. My Cabin is Haunted Lynn Short. And Creepy Colleen Kersey, all these people have donated to the Other Newfoundland Paranormal podcast recently. And you guys, too, can also do that at buymeacoffee.com, O-T-N-P-P. The link will be in the show notes, folks. And it's time for the horrible para-joke of the show. And since, you know, spring is kind of springing, spring is sprung, spring is springing all over the place, I don't know. <laughs> I got a Bigfoot spring joke, okay? And it's just as rotten as always is. Bigfoot celebrates spring. Okay? And, and I'm sure you will too. But do you know how Bigfoot celebrates spring? Well, he big toe tips through the tulips. Oh, God. That, I don't deserve to live. That was so bad. Oh, God. If you want to keep torturing me and everybody who listens to this podcast, please donate to the Odd to Podcast, www.buymeacoffee.com slash O-T-N-P-P. Time to check in real quick. Gotta have the schmooze, right? We got new foster kids. Things are crazy in my house. It's madness. It's wild. And I wouldn't want it any other way. I love this so much. It's a happy time in my life. I'm also feeling like a hundred percent better from my recent health scare back in January. I know a lot of people out there are still concerned. They're, they're wondering if John's voice is back and strong. Well, I don't know about you, but this is the best my voice has sounded in a very long time. And, and that comes from, well, practicing i've been training my voice i've been training my breaths i've I've been doing everything i can to get back in tip-top shape to bring you guys the best in east coast esoterica and uh, i I think i'm there i think i'm there i do have a meeting actually with the respirologist now mid-month in april and uh, i'm hoping that we get a good report unfortunately last month i did contract covid19 i was very ill um Not so much initially though. I just had like a snuffle. It just felt like a bad head cold. And then like two weeks later, it went down to my chest and I was just sent right back to hospital. Like I said, it's been a crazy couple of weeks. Um, (laughs) Like anything that could happen did. New foster kids, go back to hospital. Like it was pretty scary. But at the same time, I know myself now. I got there in time. They gave me the right meds. They didn't even keep me overnight. They were very happy with everything that was going on. I had a couple of MRIs done, checking out the old chest. They thought it might have been a blood clot. It wasn't, which is good news. And, uh, anyway, the mystery continues. Nothing more paranormal than what the hell happened to me in January, because we still don't know why I wound up in hospital and was intubated for two weeks and nearly died twice. (laughs) Anyway, enough talking about me. It's time to move on to the paranormal news. (laughs) Somewhere... Between the funnies <laughs> and your and obituaries is, oh, oh, yes, the paranormal news. <laughs> a pilot thinks he's seen a fleet of UFOs after spotting a weird light over the sea. The pilot believes he saw a series of UFOs while flying over the Pacific Ocean and captured a short clip of the 12 lights, which seemed to be rotating and moving at tremendous speed. The pilot believes he's seen an entire fleet of UFOs, not just one, because of all those weird lights. The man managed to capture a few seconds of video footage, and you can see that clip, of course, on YouTube, guys. I really want you guys to go check that out. Some actually have four dots and some have three and it's, uh, it's really interesting to see that there's actually variation there. At one point, the highest dot fades and is replaced by another lower down. Then, eventually, they all seem to disappear completely from view. Very odd indeed. The pilot said he was flying over the Pacific Ocean at the time, too. And he had no idea what the lights could possibly be other than, well, E.T. <laughs> what do you guys think of this sighting? Check out the video online. It's some pretty crazy stuff. The pilot then shared the clip, you know, just after Shorty Catcher, which was filmed at 39,000 feet all over social media, and followers praised it as the best UFO clip they've ever seen. Now, some weren't so sure and pointed out the lights could be anti-missile flares shot from a warship, but whatever they are currently remains a complete and total mystery. Guys, check it out. Go look up. Pilot thinks he spot a whole bunch of UFOs. <laughs> You know, having a pilot spot UFOs is great because obviously a a pilot, you know, who's who's very, very used to seeing things in the sky will be very knowledgeable about what's up there. So when I think of someone like a mayor who actually talks about, you know, seeing a Bigfoot, the first thing that pops in my head is, well, obviously this person's credible and trustworthy if they're in a scene and they're kind of looking after our town, so to speak. Footage of a massive ape-like creature has been shared online and now people are saying it could be Bigfoot and even experts You know, say it could be proof of the mythical creature. An incredible video that appears to show Bigfoot has been shared online, and now even experts admit the mythical beast could be real. In the film clip, Georgia U.S., a huge ape-like creature, can be seen lurking behind some trees while the witness films from a big distance away. The beast then stands, revealing that it's impressively tall, although in the shaky footage, it's hard to tell exactly how big the animal is. Why is Bigfoot, you know... Footage so shaky all the time, anyway. is because the people filming it and are scared to freaking death. <laughs> footage has been widely shared on social media, and people are convinced it's a genuine Bigfoot sighting, and even experts seem to agree. Guys, check it out online. Once again, we even have one viewer said best footage I've seen in a long, long time. And, of course, people are also very skeptical of it. But, but please check it out. And, uh, you know, th- there are many, many people out there who want to see it. It's out there. Go check it out. Look up. Latest Bigfoot sighting, could be the dogman, Bigfoot Anonymous on TikTok, you'll find it, okay? You know, a lot of the modern conveniences of life make things so much easier on all of us, but the reality of it is, not everything that's modern is actually modern at all. No matter when and where you are, some things will never change. Oh, to live in the simpler days of the past, life was such a more pleasant than with all the everyday little annoyances and excesses of modern society. Or that's what you might think. But the truth is, many of the things and issues we consider endemic to modern society are much, much older than you actually realize. Such as irritating advertisements. Guys, advertisements have been around forever. Open a newspaper magazine, you get more ads. Watch TV, YouTube, more ads. Go check out your favorite website, frickin' ads everywhere, but advertisements creeping in Every single facet of our lives is hardly modern, and for example, newspapers and books in Victorian England were chock-full of ads, not to mention all the leaflets and billboards covering the walls everywhere. Advertising is even older than that, though. Acta Diana Publication, established by Julius Caesar himself, and considered to be one of the first newspapers already had ads in it. For rent, second-story apartments fit for king and house. Read one such ad. (laughs) And we can promise you no Roman City apartment was fit for a king. Oh boy, that's a good thing though. I guess things have gotten a little better, but it's interesting to think that all the way back in Julius Caesar's time, there were freaking ads for rentals. That's so crazy. <laughs> you know what else isn't new? Overpaid athletes. Yeah, that's right. We're not at all trying to discredit the hard work and dedication that goes into being a pro athlete, but ball stars and, and race car drivers, they get paid absolutely insane amounts of money, people. And that's not new. Not by a long shot. Already, the winners of the original Greek Olympic Games got a lifelong pension for bringing glory to their home poles. Oh, my God. As such, they didn't have to worry about running out of money. And being famous athlete also kind of allowed them to mingle with the rich patrons, but nobody can beat chariot racer Gaius Apollos Diolces. Oh, this is awesome. Over his 24-year racing career, Diocles amassed a fortune of nearly 36 million Roman Cessartes Converted to modern U.S. dollars, that's $15 Good lord. And you know what else isn't modern at all? Sponsorship deals. Overpaid athletes are one thing. Not only that, almost all YouTubers these days start their videos with, this video is sponsored by... But people in the public eye, being in the pocket of big companies, is about as old as society itself. For example, we once again hop back to good old Roman Empire. Historians have found evidence that both businesses and rich individuals... Pay gladiators to put in a good word for them for the crowd. Imagine what that must have been like. Hercules Brutalis, it was a tough fight. You lost an arm and an eye, but finally managed to kill your opponent. Is there anything else you'd like to say? Remember to try the spicy orgy sandwich, not available at Burger Caesar. <laughs> you know what else isn't new? Fast food. All right, all right. Romans had fast food as well. In fact, a good portion of the Roman population relied entirely on fast food. Many citizens and residents of Rome lived in tiny apartments that had no space for cooking whatsoever. So their only option to get a hot meal was to visit the Thermopolium or a place where hot foods are sold. Hm. It's kind of like going to the food court. Instead of burgers and tacos though, they had bread, nuts, porridge, cooked vegetables, and sausages. Vendors also operated similar food stalls in ancient China and even the Middle East. Really, really cool. You know what else isn't a modern thing at all? Selfies. Come on, everyone's always taking these things. Surely, surely it's a modern phenomenon thing, right? Nope. Selfies are as old as cameras themselves. The oldest American selfie dates back to 1839. How cool is that? A man called Robert Cornelius set up an old-timey camera and patiently stood in front of it for roughly 10 minutes to allow for proper exposure. We also know a mirror selfie that Russia's Grand Duchess Anastasia Nicoloya shot in 1913, yes, it's that Anastasia that we've made so many movies about. Thirteen years old at the time, sounds about right. <laughs> and like many modern teenagers, she looks appropriately sullen in the picture. And you guys can check that out, of course, anywhere. Okay, how about stupid social media posts? Everybody has guilty of at least 25 of these a day, right? What, only me? People didn't need Facebook or Twitter to stir drama among complete strangers. We even let in everyone who didn't ask or know or, or know inane opinions. From people for thousands of years, like this is not new either. For example, in the sixteenth century, in what is today the Netherlands, youths had something called Alba Amicorum or Friends Books. That sounds like Facebook. That's because that's basically what it was. Instead of an internet service, though, it was an actual book that a group of friends regularly passed around amongst each other. On their turn, every member of the group added gossip, news, opinions, jokes, and whatever else they might think of to the book. And also, once again, go back to ancient Rome for another example. The walls of Roman cities were filled with graffiti and messages that aren't really all that different from Twitter posts. Successus, a weaver, loves the innkeeper slave girl named Iris. She, however, does not love him. His rival wrote this. One graffiti from Pompeii reads, I know." writer even ends the message with, Bye loser. <laughs> I love this. I love it. <laughs> so really, it's kind of like Donald... Donald Trumpicus puts on the Twitter wall of Rome, right? (laughs) Envious one, why do you get in the way? Submit to a handsomer man who is being treated very wrongly and is darn good-looking. Yep, just like ancient Twitter folks. (laughs) Good God. Ah, Moving on, moving on, moving on. Okay, all right. Time to assemble another (laughs) crack team to help us find UFOs, right? Oh. God, this story is from from quite a while ago, but I still feel like I want to share it with you guys because now it's kind of been validated a little bit more. The Pentagon has created a new group to investigate UFO sightings and actually focuses in on it and follows over 100 incidents officials say they can't explain. The Department of Defense has formed a new group for investigating and identifying flying objects after officials said earlier this year they were unable to explain more than 100 incidents. That's a lot, guys. The newly launched Airborne Object Identification and Management Synchronization Group. Oh my god, what an acronym. A-O-I-M-S-G. Good lord. We'll work with the federal departments and agencies, if they don't die of suffocation from trying to pronounce their own name first, to detect... Identify and attribute objects of interest and mitigate any associated threats to safety of flight and national security, Deputy Secretary of Defense Kathleen Hicks said in a letter to senior leadership back in November. Hicks had previously expressed concern about findings of the UAP report released by the DOD in June. The report identified 143 unidentified flying objects. Now, Hicks told senior leadership that at the time that the report confirmed that the scope of UAP activity expands significantly beyond the purview of the Secretary of the Navy or even the Army, acquiring much broader support by other federal entities. In other words, there's enough here and enough evidence to put together a team and pay people to hunt UFOs. I mean, come on. They're pretty much telling you it's real, guys. They really, really are here. Some UAP appear to remain stationary in winds aloft, move against the wind, maneuver abruptly, or move at considerable speed without discernible means or propulsion. Sound familiar, folks? Now, in a small number of cases, military aircraft systems process radio frequencies as well, energy associated with UAP sightings, and that is really, really interesting. We've got some professional UFO hunters out there, and well, I can't help but think of Scully and Mulder right now, and how happy Mulder would be about all this. Or maybe he'd be miserable. <laughs> Speaking of miserable people, Trump is suing Hillary Clinton. Okay? I thought this was just a bit strange so I put it up here because let's be honest, Trump is insane. Former President Donald Trump is suing his 2016 Democratic opponent, Hillary Clinton, and others accusing them of a malicious conspiracy and again claiming they rigged the 2016 election against him. The lawsuit repeats a common Trump claim that Clinton and other, dem- dem- bleh, and other Democratic politicians conspired to create a false narrative that he received help from russian allies to win the 2016 election it comes over five years five years after trump defeated clinton in that same election their far-reaching conspiracy was designed to cripple trump's bid for presidency by fabricating a scandal that would be used to trigger an unfounded federal investigation and ignite a media frenzy gotta love it right because you know that's something donald's really good at Although Trump continues to rail against and and kind of what he calls the Russia hoax, several investigations found Russia worked to hurt Clinton's election chances using, among other things, WikiLeaks and collaborations with former political operative Paul Manafort. In 2019, the investigation by special concert Robert Mueller into the fat matter found that Trump's campaign was at times receptive to offers of help from Russian operatives. We've literally seen you know writing on the wall this was a real life conspiracy that took place during the election trump is seeing more than 72 million dollars in damages roughly three times the alleged cost of defending the former president against the accusations of colluding with russia very very wild especially given the current climate makes you wonder right like, like who's in charge here like this is uh it's kind of unsettling i don't know about you guys speaking of unsettling <laughs> oh boy oh boy the ancient Japanese killing stone said to contain evil demons has cracked opened. Oh no, as if people doesn't have enough problems already. People are now worried that an evil demon locked in a rock for almost a thousand years is now on the loose. The so-called killing stone that kept the malevolent spirit in prison all this time has split in two, sending believers into a state of total and utter Panic, the Japanese legend has it that anyone who comes into contact with the rock will die. According to mythology, the volcanic wreck, officially called Seshoseki, is home to Tomomo no May, a.k.a. the Nine-Tailed Fox. The demon apparently took form of a beautiful woman who was part of a plot to kill Emperor Toba, ruler of Japan from 1107 to 1120. 3. Located in the mountain's northern region of Tochigi, near Tokyo, the rock is something of a tourist hotspot. But now visitors are, well, really, really afraid. Some speculate that the evil spirit may have even been resurrected to wreak havoc once more. Is someone behind this? I feel like I've seen something that shouldn't have been seen, one vester said to Twitter. Others commented saying, Here I thought 2022 couldn't get worse. Now a furious Japanese freaking spirit is freed from its killing stone and we're all doomed. And then another joke. My guess is the demon is looking around at 2022 and want to go back into rock for another millennium. (laughs) Let's hope he didn't watch the Oscars. Local reports suggest the rock actually started cracking a couple years ago, though, so it's not a new thing. But it's thought the rainwater may have gotten sod causing the damage and cracking it in natural means. So it's not necessary vandalism. Let's hope not. Officials are now mulling over what to do with the rock's remains and could attempt to restore it, though, as a matter of... Of, well, get this, public safety. How cool is that? <laughs> they take it serious enough Like like to do that. <laughs> ah, remember earlier I mentioned that mayor who saw a Bigfoot? You know? Well, this story actually continued a little bit more. Near the end of November, I got a little bit more into it. So Mayor Greg Stokes was his name. He spent the last 37 years reading and researching Sasquatch and looking for him. And of course, it's in Pennsylvania, the most paranormal place on the planet. It's a legend many claim to have witnessed and others only read about. But one Bucks County, Pennsylvania mayor says he believes Bigfoot is real based on what he heard. Mayor Greg Stokes says he was out camping in Pike County back in July of 1984. At one point during the trip, he recalls hearing something large and menacing on two feet rustling outside of his tent. Then he says he heard a scream that was horrifying and still haunting. This thing let out the scream from hell, man, sat bolt upright in my tent. This thing vibrated my body so hard, I couldn't see the inside of the tent at all, and it had this huge, huge resonance. It was close enough to me that I could hear its lips pop apart when it actually started to scream. It was a very, very low, guttural tone, and I've never heard anything like this before. Mayor Stokes says 99%, he's 99% sure It was Bigfoot, but leaves the 1% of doubt only because he didn't actually see the creature. He spent the last 37 years reading and researching Sasquatch and meeting other people with similar experience. There's about 400 to 600 sightings reported every single year, and there's probably triple that number that actually happened, but people don't report them because they're afraid of ridicule or, you know, they think it might be something else like a beer or standing upright or whatever. I have had people laugh at me and I don't care, says the mayor. Stokes is the keynote speaker at the next meeting in his town of Regalsville. He says the goal is to share stories, but also understand the species they all believe are living among us in our wooded areas. You know, if they are real, if Bigfoot really is out there. He's an endangered species, so I'm glad people are going to have some talks. Also, really, really, really like to meet him and ask him a few questions like, who taught you how to play hide and seek and how do you keep your fur so... Nice and straight and not so curled up in all this humidity. Guys, it's the paranormal news. We had pilots who saw groups of UFOs, multiple Bigfoot sightings, Donald Trump suing Hillary Clinton over conspiracy theories. We have a rock that busted open and apparently there's a demon unleashed upon the world. And, of course, we also talked about ancient Rome and some other ancient places. They actually had some very modern-style stuff, like they had their own Twitter and stuff. I thought that was so cool. All these stories have been odd to newfoundland take care guys attention all podbean itunes stitcher and tune in radio listeners the odd to newfoundland paranormal podcast brings you the best in east coast esoterica on the first of every month together we can keep it growing by sharing the show on social media subscribing to the show wherever you may be listening to it from and by leaving feedback about your favorite episodes John certainly needs a friend like you to help make his dreams come true, minus the alien abduction dreams. That is not cool at all. The Odd to New Finland Paranormal Podcast, always available, always free, always odd. Well, the time to say goodbye is upon us, but don't worry, you can keep track of the Odd to Newfoundland Finland Paranormal Podcast very easily. It's available on Stitcher, iTunes, Podbean, and TuneIn Radio. Just look for the Odd to Newfoundland Paranormal Podcast banner. Of course, if you'd like to keep up to date, you can always check out the Odd to Newfoundland Paranormal Podcast Facebook page, drop a like, and every single time a new show goes up, you'll be notified. You can also follow me, John Mallard, on Twitter, at O-D-D-T-O-N-F-L-D. That's Odd to Newfoundland. Get your latest news on the podcast, as well as the ever-popular Parajoke of the Day. From the oldest city in North America, I bid you adieu. From the Odd the Newfoundland Paranormal Podcast.